Hello and welcome to today's Bible broadcast episode. This is Brother Landon. We're so thankful that you've joined us today again as we're continuing here in our study of the book of Mark. Last time we were together, we looked at Mark chapter number two, verses one through four. And just to give you some context before we finish out this, uh, these few verses, kind of going along the same lines of the lesson before, is that we saw this man uh, that had the palsy. He had never walked before. And uh, we spoke about how there were many different forms of the palsy, but this one uh, that this man had kept him from being able to walk. And uh, it was noise that Jesus was in the house. And so this man had four friends who took him up, took his bed, carried him to Jesus. They ran into a problem, though. There was no room. And uh, there were scribes, Pharisees, people, and Jesus was teaching in this house, and these men couldn't get their friend to Jesus. So they went in above and beyond, and they uh, uncovered the roof, and they let him down in in the midst of Jesus Christ. Now, we're going to pick up here in verse 5, and I want us to notice a few things. The Lord here teaches us so many wonderful truths, and, and I hope that we'll be able to get to all of them in today's lesson. But notice here, the Bible says in verse 5, when Jesus saw their faith, He said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Now, can you imagine Jesus? He's already brought about some contention among the Jewish religious folks, the the scribes, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the Sanhedrin. Jesus came and he was casting out demons. He was preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, the, the gospel that that saves and these folks they didn't like it and so imagine in a packed full house these men they they dropped him down in front of Jesus Christ and Jesus says unto this sick man's son thy sins be forgiven thee can i just stop right here and say that our faith should have a visible factor in fact i'll go one step beyond that our faith must have a visible factor the Bible tells us, in fact, I'd like for you to turn there and join me in James chapter number uh, two. The Bible says here in verse 17, even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. Yea, a man may say, thou hast faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Now, many people can be confused by this verse and say, oh, well, Our work is what saves us. Our work is what gives us faith. No. What does the Bible teach us? The Bible teaches us that when we have faith, when we have true faith, we will work. If we have true faith in Jesus Christ, we will work. That faith in him will compel us by his love to work. And we see that these four men, they had faith in God. They had faith in Jesus Christ. And notice It compelled them to do something. Their faith had a visible factor, and our faith today should have a visible factor as well. Notice Jesus, he forgives this man's sins. They brought this man to Jesus to heal him physically, but he got something so much better. He got something so much better. He got spiritually healed. His sins were forgiven. Friend, can I tell you? that there are many that you may know, there are many people that you may know that I know that are in the hospital right now, and they're lost. Maybe you know of somebody that's in the hospital or that's sick, and they're lost. And we pray for their physical healing. Yes, we should pray for their physical healing. But, friend, if they're lost, physical healing will do nothing for them because they may be physically healed, but then sooner or later they're going to die and go to hell for all of eternity. 
We need to pray not only for their physical healing, but for their spiritual healing, that God may convict their heart, that they may see their sin, repent of their sin, and believe the gospel of Jesus Christ. We must pray that God would not only heal them physically, but would heal them spiritually. And we see here that these men brought this man to Jesus. He needed physical healing, but he's got something so much better. We see that their faith, it had a visible factor. We also see that this man was spiritually healed, spiritually healed. But notice verse six, but there were certain of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their hearts. Can I tell you that when God works, there's always going to be those that sit there and doubt sit there and reason within their hearts. Now, what I'm not saying is not to have discernment. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, That is not at all what I'm saying. We should have godly spiritual discernment. We should be able to discern what is of God, what is not of God. What am I speaking of? Well, there will always be those in their self-righteousness that will say, oh, well, I remember what kind of person they were. Oh, yeah, they got saved. Yeah, right. You know, I know who I know who they used to be. They reason in their hearts. Notice that they doubted. Notice verse 7. Why doth this man thus speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? You see, these men were right. They were right. You see, only God can forgive sin. Absolutely right. But you see, Jesus, he was God. Jesus is God. He is the He is God the Son. Notice here. And immediately... <clears throat> When Jesus perceived in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves, he said unto them, Why reason ye these things in your heart? (laughs) I love this. Jesus, he basically read their minds. He read their minds. They were sitting there reasoning within themselves and their own minds and their own hearts. And Jesus says, Oh, hey, why why y'all thinking that? Why why are y'all reasoning within your hearts about that? Notice what he says. Whether it be easier to say to the sick of the palsy, thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, arise, take up thy bed and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man, that's Jesus' favorite title for himself, the Son of Man, hath power on earth to forgive sins. He saith to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, arise, and take up thy bed, and go thy way into thine, uh, into thine house. And immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went forth before them all, insomuch that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw it on this fashion. Can I tell you that these scribes and Pharisees, they they were reasoning within their hearts. They they were doubters. They were ones that that were going after the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus, uh, I do believe Jesus had a sense of humor. I believe God has a sense of humor. And he says, well, let's see, what's easier? To say, thy sins be forgiven thee, is something that you can't see. This man's sins are forgiven. But Jesus says, well, how about this? How about I just raise him up? And he walks, something that you can see. And Jesus, he signifies, look, if I can heal them physically, and I'm going to show you this, then when I say I've forgiven his sins because I am God, because I'm the son of man, because I'm the son of God, you can know Well, if he could do this, then he did this too. Notice he says, Arise, take up thy bed, and go thy way into thine house. And immediately he arose and took up the bed and went forth before them all. Can I tell you, this man, he got physically healed. He got spiritually healed. That's that's what we call a two-for-one. A two-for-one. He got physically healed and spiritually healed. And notice the result of this. Insomuch that they were all amazed and glorified God. 
Can I tell you, when God does something, whether it be a miraculous answer to prayer, whether it be a salvation of somebody, we should stand amazed in the presence of Jesus the Nazarene. We should stand amazed. When I look at my sin and then I look at the cross, I am amazed. When I look at myself and I look at Jesus Christ, I am amazed. I'm not just amazed that he's physically kept me going, but I'm amazed that he has spiritually healed me, that he saved me, that he secured me. This man here, he experienced the great, the, the, the wonderful power of not only physical healing, but spiritual healing. But it all revolves around this, and we'll be done. It all revolves around this. These four men, they had faith in God, and their faith had a visible factor to it. I wonder, do we just say that we have faith, or do we show our faith? Do we just say that we believe God, or do we prove to others and show others that we believe God? May the Lord help us. As we consider Mark chapter 2, verses 1 through 12, and this great story, this great account, may we consider how we can show forth our faith so that others can be amazed, not at what we do, but at what the Lord does through us. I pray you have a good rest of your day, a good rest of your week, and we look forward to being with you again here very soon in the future. Have a great day.